We are asked over and over again, how do you find the right phone numbers for the properties you're trying to buy? It is pretty simple. You skip trace the owner and property address. What does that mean? What does skip trace mean? It means you go and find the contact information of the owner of a property. But you don't want to do that one time. Real estate is a numbers game and a people business. You need to work a lot of leads to find motivated sellers. We use an awesome skip trace service that you can upload a giant list of names and addresses all at once, and a few minutes later, you have a ton of phone numbers for prospecting. Visit www.dpipodcast.com forward slash skip trace. Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the discount property investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge. My co-host, Mike Slane, is in the field buying us rental properties today. But do not worry, I got an awesome guest on the show. Somebody that I've been following for quite some time. She's in the circles that I'm in, but we've never had the opportunity to meet. So I'm excited and I'm grateful to bring Lauren Hardy on the show from this mom flips. Lauren, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, you are new to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, which is awesome, but you are not new to real estate investing, which is even more awesome. Um, one thing I like about what I've been seeing from following you um, online and all that type of good stuff is that you are virtual. You do wholesaling and real estate investing in virtual. And I love This Mom Flips. I think it's such a great catchy name because there's a lot of women and moms out there that want to invest or maybe interested. And you prove to those people that it's possible and that they can do it too. And I think that that message is also just amazing. So Lauren, again, thank you for coming on the show. It's great to meet you. Um, what's up? How are you today? I'm doing good. Today we're doing a, a quarantine dish edition of uh, this podcast with me at home and my children hopefully are not going to bombard <laughs> us, but if they do, it might make it more interesting, but this is real life right now. This is, this is real life. That's right, guys. So today's April 29th. Um, may or may not matter when you listen. This episode will probably go live in about two weeks, but as of today, you know, we are like, what, six or seven weeks into this whole COVID-19 thing. So mm -hmm. we are in it. This is quarantine central here. You know, hopefully I'm getting, maybe it's different for you, Lauren, but I'm getting news that restaurants and, and establishments are going to start opening up mid-May here. Is it different there? I, you know, hopefully we're not really getting any dates or anything like that. It, it's more of that they are going to start unraveling in like a four phase plan. That's what the governor was saying just yesterday. And you're um, in Southern California. Sorry, I'm guys. I didn't to drop that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but they haven't exactly said when. So I'm very excited. Uh, mostly I'm very excited for daycares and summer camps 
and school to be open. Yes, I'm sure most people that have children are. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So Lauren, tell me a little bit, because I honestly don't know. So this is going to be really, really beneficial for not only the listeners and the viewers, but for me too here. Tell me a little bit about how you got started in real estate. I know that you've done this a million times, but I'm going to have to ask you to do it one more time. Tell me how you got started in real estate um, and when and a little bit about you know how that all began. Well, I got started a little under eight years ago, and it was when my daughter Reese, she's now uh, she's now nine, but she was one years old, and I had Presley on the way. I just found out I was pregnant. I was working a full time corporate job, um, very like eight to five schedule, and the, it was an hour commute there and back. Mm. So mm. I basically never saw my one-year-old. I was dropping her off at daycare in the morning and picking her up at night and putting her to bed an hour later and, you know, figuring out, you know, gosh, I'm going to have an, another baby soon. Like I can't raise kids this way. They don't see their parents, both their dad and I had, um, you know, corporate jobs. So one of us had to figure something out and it, I decided it was going to be me. I really wanted to be self-employed so I could just have some time freedom. Uh, it wasn't so much money motivated. It was more of, I just wanted to be there for my kids. And I think a lot of moms are going to share that message. You know, yeah. I, I mean, money's the, it's like the end all be all right, but it's sometimes it's not the motivation. You know, no. like the money is like, you know, what keeps you doing it, but the motivation in the beginning and in most of the time, maybe the time. So I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. It wasn't so much money. It was more that I wanted control of my time. I wanted time freedom. So I would have done really anything. Um, but somebody had mentioned, you know, you should flip houses. I, you know, started doing it. You should try, try it out. So I started as a house flipper in Orange County. It was a lot easier at that time to flip houses here because we were coming out of the recession. So it was pretty easy to find uh, discounted properties. We were still in an, a market environment where there was a lot of distress. So that's how I got my start. I started in my backyard. And, um, but as I, you know, as the years progressed and as the market started getting hotter and hotter and it became more of a seller's market, that was when I realized that I needed to diversify because I live in a very high price, very uh, populated area, Orange County, California. Probably one of the, one of the highest priced in the country. Yeah. I mean, definitely top 10, you know, I mean, what's the average house cost in your, in your zip code? The last time I checked the average house prices just in Orange County was like about 650,000. Wow. And that's like not even getting you that nice of a house, honestly. Right. Because we have a lot of condos. So, I mean, we have condos that are that amount. Like we, you know, so it's pretty up there. So in an area like this, when you're in a high price market, it's very difficult to convince a seller to take a discount on their home because they don't really need to. They could put the, the worst house in the worst condition on the block, on the market, discount it maybe $10,000 and boom, they'll have like 10 cash offers from foreign investors. So I had to diversify and get out of my local market. So I decided to try an out-of-state market and kind of do both at first for a while. Um, and then, and when, when was this, Lauren? Um, that was about four years ago. I went virtual, you would say around 2015, 2016. And my first virtual market was Nashville, Tennessee. Love Nashville. Great city. 
it's a great city. That's great why I city. Pick it just because it was cool. I know. I know. Yeah, it's it like, hey, really if I get cool ever go it. there for any reason to check on anything. I was like, boom. yeah, I just like want to go there. So that's Love why that. I it. Love that. So, yeah. so yeah. let me ask you this. I want to stop you for a quick second here. Um, when so you saw that there that the market was drying up with the motivation. It sounds like that's kind of the way I'm I'm looking at this big picture. Like the motivation dried up because. Um, there was more people buying than selling and there wasn't as many foreclosures or short sales or all these other things or even off-market deals. Um, so you pivoted, which is great. In real estate, we gotta, we gotta learn how to pivot, uh, which is awesome. So you pivoted to a virtual market. Um, but the question I have for you is, did you just say, I'm just tired of doing it here, it's not working, I'm gonna go do it elsewhere and I'm gonna do it in Nashville? Or were you like, I'm going to find somebody else that is doing it elsewhere and virtual and have them teach me? Like, did you pioneer this? I mean, virtual wholesaling, not, of course, that's been going on for a long time, but for yourself, you know what I'm saying? Did you get a coach or somebody to mentor you? Or you just said, I'm going to just learn. I already know the marketing. So let's just do it elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I trailblazed it myself because there wasn't a lot of education at that time. There wasn't. Yep. This was like four years ago. So like virtual. I worded that question so terrible, by the way. It's all good. (laughs) But yeah, there was, I mean, really there was, there weren't a lot of educators, you know, that word virtual wholesaling was just, it was very new. Um, and so, yeah, there wasn't a lot of education on the topic. So I just had to figure it out. Confidence. I like it. So you went in and you said, all right, I can do it here. I can do it there. Just change the systems up a little bit. And, yeah. and then you ran with it. So are you still doing local or are you basically all virtual at this point? Pretty much all virtual. If a flip deal falls in my lap, I would take oh, it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't spend marketing dollars in my local market right now. Cause there's really, it doesn't make any sense to, that doesn't mean though that I wouldn't go back. If, if there was more seller to, you know, there's more distressed, properties out there and more motivated sellers in my local area. I mean, I would happily go back to of course. Parking. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense necessarily. I had Scott Oots on earlier today. Are you familiar with Scott? No. Okay. So he's, he's in your market oh, and cool. he's, he does 50 to 70,000 a month on postcards alone. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, man, you got to do that much though, I guess in that area to be able to yeah. get deals. Like that's a crazy, a crazy amount of marketing. Um, so wow. Very cool. So went virtual pioneered your way. Um, Nashville was where you started. What happened next? Are you, did you, did you stay there? Did you go to other cities? Are you doing others now? I'm, I am, I moved from Nashville. So I just, I really put no thought as to why or where I was going. I just thought Nashville seemed like a cool place to visit and I was on a vacation there and I found that they were like building, there was all these new builds everywhere. I thought, oh, well, this looks really Tons. cool. Tons yeah. of new builds, right? So I just thought, well, this is cool. I want to get on get in on this. So actually my first virtual venture was not wholesaling. I was building homes. So what? I got into, yeah. So that's I got crazy. into- crazy. I would have never guessed that. Yeah, that was, that's the one thing people- So you were about. still marketing to motivated sellers. That didn't change. But right. When you found those, you were basically doing what? We were, I was doing a mix of flipping and developing. Those were my first deals that were virtual. And then I moved to just wholesaling to, and I was uh, wholesaling to other developers. Um, In Nashville, it was really common at that time to knock home, like you would get an older home, knock it down and build maybe two in its place, depending on where it was zoned. 
So that was the game there. So, so I you just did some, some new construction then? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's crazy. How was it difficult to manage that? Or were you, were you going there a lot? No, you know, what's funny is new construction is much easier than a flip. So the flips were very difficult to manage. And I still like to this day, I'll say, I don't really like flipping out of state. But um, the new builds were easy because there wasn't anything that like a contractor could make up. And say, yeah, if it wasn't oh, done it's, right. It's not. It's either right or wrong. It was either right or wrong. It's like yeah, you, I, I like, like that. Doing I this. About that. Right. So it's like, and it came from nothing. Error. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you tore a wall down and knew that didn't know that something was there. Like you like, built it. You there's no that. surprises. Like, yeah, so. like, that's actually pretty cool. How long were you doing that for? I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really interested in that. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah, so I, I was in Nashville probably like two years, maybe two and a half years, and then I decided because Nashville got really hot, like. At Nashville became like a California, like again. And I go, gosh, I picked one California to go to another California. I like started right. feeling that way. So I picked another market in Oklahoma um, that was more of like your bread and butter rental market. Yep. And that is, and then I just went to a pure wholesaling model. And I've been doing that ever since. Okay. So yeah. tell me about the wholesaling model that you're, that you have, uh, it's virtual. So, um, you don't live in, and it's multiple markets. You don't live in these markets. You're in multiple, right? I am in, yeah, in multiple markets and okay. I do. Yeah. So we do all of our acquisitions here locally in California. I have my team here and that's a philosophy that I have had to, come up with, and I came up with it the hard way by trial and error, but I've decided that as much that you can have local, keep it local. Um, and whatever, you know, whatever you absolutely have to have in that market, you know, you can have in that market. But for the most part, I keep as much as I can local to me. So we do all the acquisitions here in house and we do the dispositions, you know, in that market. Love it. Very, very cool. So I buy from uh, virtual wholesalers sometimes. So I oh, get, cool. I get the process. Um, we do a lot of wholesaling. All of mine, not all, most is uh, done in my own city. Um, we may or may not go to the property, you know, every time. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's really, really cool how, how you just kind of did the pivot from your own market to going virtual and you're in multiple. Have you found it difficult to uh, do it in multiple markets versus maybe just one? Or is it just one of those things where you just kind of get to the point where it's like, it's the next step and it makes sense to do it. Um, that's kind of one, that's been one of, and the reason I asked, it's been one of my, um, not headaches, but I guess something that's holding me back from going into two or three markets at this mm -hmm. point is just because I don't necessarily want the extra work. You know, my partners and I, we, we buy about a hundred houses a year here in St. Louis where we live. Mm -hmm. um, we have about 65 rentals as of today. So we're gaining, you know, rentals every, every couple of weeks. Um, we usually have five to 10 flips going. So it keeps us busy. Right. Um, on average, we wholesale eight to 10 deals a month. You know, now our spreads here, our average, you know, six, eight, 10 grand, something like that. Whereas in other markets, it's 15, 20. Orange mm -hmm. County could be 70 grand, right? It's, it's right. gonna be relative. Um, but, you know, I've been wanting to do a second or third market for like, I've been doing this full time five years and I'm thinking, man, I'm, it's time. But at the same time, I don't necessarily want the extra work. 
So how did, I guess, what was your take on it? Like, why did you go from one market to, and you don't even have to tell us those markets, um, but how many are you in? Let's, let's start with that. Right now I'm in, I say two and a half, two, and I've been playing around with the third market. So you're in three. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So I just started a new market and- um, That's exciting. Yeah. And I, I mean, to answer your question, it is every time you open up a new market, I would say it is like your baby. Like you do have to put a lot of focus in it. So what could happen is sometimes it, it takes your focus off of the one that you're doing well because you're now focusing on this new one. Yeah. So you do have to either hire out, like so somebody's focusing on the one that's producing so you can focus on the new one. Um, no matter what, you are going to be spread thin. It's not just like, oh, sure. now that I, it's not like a plug and play. Like, oh, now that I know how to do it virtually, I can just open up markets all over the place. It's not really like that. I mean, you, it does take a while to figure out pricing in the area. You know, what's the main play in that area? Every area is so unique. You know, so it, it does take a little bit to figure out. Um, so I would always recommend, you know, do one market at a time and give that market a solid shot. Um, a lot of people go virtual and they give up after a few weeks. And oh, don't do like, that, guys. Yeah, they're just like, oh, don't give up after a couple. That's, it takes a couple of weeks to get the ball rolling. Yeah, I mean, it really does. I, I mean, I, honestly, like for me, I say wait, like, it, it will take you probably six months to really be totally agree in there, like established making a net profit, you know, cause there, you might be sort of, I would say breaking even for six months. Um, you know, it, so, you know, you do have to give it a solid shot and you probably would need to focus like on one market at a time. Love that. So once you, it's just, okay. So the way I'm, I'm interpreting this is it's just like marketing um, mm -hmm. in the sense that, all marketing works, right? No matter what you choose, bandit signs, letters, postcards, driving for dollars to cold call, cold text, door knocking, cold call, you name it, all of it works. But don't try to go do all of it at once because you'll not, you won't be good at any of them. Exactly. So find one source and you teach this, I'm sure to your students, find one source, get really good at it, then go to the next one and outsource that one or get someone on the team to do it. So it's very similar to that when it comes to markets then, right? So you just got to get good at that market um, and even either keep an eye on it um, with somebody on your team that's managing it or maybe even have someone on the team help open that second or that third market. I absolutely, absolutely. love it. I love it. So Lauren, you, are, um, you have a coaching program. And again, I think a lot of people, a lot, are going to resonate with you and your message um, because you are a mom and you've shown it people that it's possible. So let's talk a little bit about your coaching. Awesome. Well, yeah, it's we recently launched it. Um, I'm actually a coach for Wholesaling Inc., um, and that's been a you know fairly new thing. I think we launched about three weeks ago officially. So I'm very congratulations. Excited. Yeah, I feel very very blessed and excited to be a part of that team. Um, I am coaching the vert. It's a virtual investing program. We're calling it Virtual Investing Mastery, 
And um, it is all about virtual wholesaling. Um, it goes into, well, not just virtual wholesaling, but a virtual investing. So um, it is a course that is made for anyone who has any experience level. I could, you know, we have people who've never done a single deal, your newer investor to experienced investors who either want to learn how to expand out of their current market or even just closing deals on the phone because of this whole quarantine situation, it has made people have to, you know, think, okay, how can I do deals over the phone virtually? Because I'm right. not really supposed to be meeting with sellers right now. So a lot of my clients have came to me just asking, you know, how are you putting deals under contract over the phone, never seeing, never seeing the properties, never meeting a seller. Like, how are you even doing that? So my coaching program addresses how to do that. So it's kind of, a, a, we did not mean for it to come out during a pandemic where we're supposed oh, to. Oh, nobody ever does. That's just how it works, not, Lauren. You know how this a, business is. Right, but it was, it was, that was not, that was never an avatar we were going for as the person stuck in their home that's supposed to close yeah, up. But you know, it fits well because, you but know, being is. virtual means that you can be in your home and do that. And when we're yeah. out of this, it also works. I mean, it really, it's the, it's the thing that allows it to always work, right? Um, yeah. You can be anywhere in the world, essentially, too, and be wholesaling anywhere else in the world. Um, I just saw right. in one of, master, one of my masterminds the other day, this guy that lives in Australia was wholesaling over here in either Texas or in Florida, something like that. He's never even foot, stepped foot in the United States. And I'm just like, you know, that's, that's great. That's totally possible. Anybody Absolutely. can do that. Yep. My tagline I say is live anywhere, invest where you want. And we, you know, I came up with that because it's like, I live here in Southern California, a beautiful place to live. My office is in Newport beach. I mean, amazing place right across the street from the ocean, but it's not a great place to invest. Yeah. So, you know, I've had totally to go totally different. I want to live here, but I want to invest where I want. So, um, that's basically, you know, what, I'm, you know, able to, you know, I'm able to teach you how you can do that. Um, I have team members, all my employees, they work from home primarily. And like, for example, one of my acquisitions guys, he doesn't have kids. He's got nothing holding him down. I said, why aren't you traveling more? Like if you have the job that where you can travel, you, I I'm telling you, you need to take You need to. Yeah. And he went to Vietnam for a month and it was like, nothing was missed because like, he had his internet. And connection. he's probably better because he's happier and he's on the, yeah. he's having fun. So he's probably more excited and more enthusiastic whenever he was doing his actual job. You know, it's awesome. Absolutely. I mean, I, I tell you honestly, like I was virtual before I went out of state. I lived in an area where traffic just to get to the next county over or to get to these properties that I was flipping, it would take me three hours to, you know, to get there and then get back. That's how bad traffic is in Southern California. So I used to basically refuse to go to seller meetings because I didn't want to waste my time unless I had a contract on the home. So <laughs> I started putting, you know, houses under contract over the phone pretty much when I first got started because I was tired of driving in traffic all day. I like so that, it. That's where I started going, well, gosh, like if I can do this over the phone, why couldn't I do this out of state? So that's really where like my virtual thing came from. And I, I was like, well, I'll just kind of figure it out. Right. So that's where it really started. Honestly. Very cool. Very, very cool guys. Check out uh, dpipodcast.com 
forward slash Lauren. I got a link to her coaching and there's a special incentive in there as well. If you go to that page, so DPI podcast.com forward slash Lauren, Lauren Hardy with this mom flips. I think she's has a very, very awesome, very cool message. She is crushing it in multiple markets around the country. And she has an awesome program to teach you guys how do you, how you can do it as well. Um, but also to the new investor that just wants to learn, you know, what wholesaling is and how marketing works. Mm-hmm. You can get that as well. I absolutely love it. You can check out Lauren on, uh, she's a new host of the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, which is awesome. You guys are crushing. It's like the number one wholesaling podcast. So I'm super excited for you and I'm happy and grateful to have you on my show today. Lauren, how can people reach you um, on social media um, if they were to like have questions or whatnot? You know, the best way is following me on Instagram because I'm very on and very relevant on my Instagram. Um, the handle is this mom flips. So if you guys want to follow me there, I post everything where I'm at, what I'm doing, you know, you can find me there. Love it. This mom flips Instagram, check it out. And again, get a special incentive um, over at dpipodcast.com forward slash Lauren. That's L-A-U-R-E-N. Flipping real estate is easy. Lauren can teach you how to do it virtually. Guys, don't forget, in this business, we are trading convenience for a discount. It's very simple. You make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. Lauren, any departing words for our listeners and viewers today? Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know. I want to say thank you for having me on. It was really great. I'm glad we got to finally meet each other. Absolutely. Thank you and I mean, I, I look forward to having you on our podcast next time. Thank you. I'm always looking forward to that as well. Guys, you heard it. Check out Lauren Hardy. This mom flips. She has got an awesome program. You don't want to miss it. Signing off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.